The Recovering Entrepreneur Show, where we focus on living, playing, and growing. I am Bobby the Awesome, your host, and uh, yeah, it's time for me to do a little check-in. I haven't been as diligent about this as I would like to be, which I'm going to try to do better at because there's so much interesting stuff going on. Every day is an adventure in this space, right? So a couple of things I wanted to share with you. Uh, one is a little snafu I ran into this, well, last weekend. And then another is how, <laughs> how my recovery plays into my, my entrepreneurial spirit and behavior. I want to talk about that as well. And then a little bit of movement on what's going on in in my world and, you know, just kind of give you an update. So as far as my speed bump, and this kind of ties into, I talk a lot about attitude versus gratitude on my other show. And attitude is when I'm behaving like an addict, which is, you know, self-centered, ego-driven, not grateful, all about me, like all those things. And I hate when my attitude shows up. And part of why I treasure my recovery so much is because it helps me eliminate the attitude and show up from a place of gratitude. So here's a story. So I was getting ready. I had my first like formal speaking engagement in this world yesterday, as a matter of fact. So I was getting prepared for it. And there's a couple things going on in my world with my team. So I had to change web people for me because I just, I wasn't connecting with the virtual assistant that I picked for myself. Um, So I have a new one and he's very talented, but he's just a horrible communicator. Like he's just a quiet guy, shy guy. Um, And maybe he's not a horrible communicator. Maybe I just haven't figured out how to communicate yet. And that's going to be my goal and my challenge. And I'm going to work on that. And we are a little behind in hiring. So we have just these two. And a client wasn't happy with with the same person that I wasn't really excited to work with either. And they just weren't a good fit. So I had to relinquish kind of my access to the web guy to her to help her with her stuff because the clients come first. It's just the way it is. And I'll just go with the flow. But because I had this speaking engagement and I wanted people to be able to download the free gift that we had on the web, I wanted the web done. I wanted wanted things just done a certain way. And because I had – so to catch you up, I had the 321 No Kidding brand, which my, was my original business. That's the one that I have like an LLC on, and that's the one that's like legit set up, at least the business side. I still want to set up a nonprofit side for how it all ties into the dream. 
And then this whole virtual assistant business, which is Workify Global, is another umbrella, right? I didn't know when I set up 321 that I'd be running an international <laughs> virtual assistant business. So, and have a partner and want it to be really, it's it's her it's her business in my mind. Uh, it will, you know, I'm involved and I will help my entrepreneur friends and I, I will use my business expertise to make sure that it's successful in all that we do. But long term, I won't be involved in the day to day like I am right now setting up. It's really her baby and, and she treats it as such. She just amazes me every day. I'm freaking so proud to work with her, proud of her, love her vision, love her work ethic. And I can go on and on about that, but I won't. So anyway, so because we had these two brands and because I know that I don't know everything that's coming down the pipeline, I decided that I needed to figure out a brand that encompasses whatever comes next for me. So I needed like an overarching umbrella. So what we came up with was we were going to use Bobby the Awesome Enterprises. That's how we're going to invoice until we get through some of this technical stuff, which I'm glad that I've paused on because I'm going to tell you something else that I learned and talk about. I'm writing a note here so I remember to tell you before I hang up with you. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, so we decided to put everything under Bobby the Awesome. And what we're going to do is we don't want to be confusing to the clients, right? Like it's not their fault that I have different products or different missions that I'm trying to support. So we figure we'll put it Bobby the Awesome and then we'll have pages that are for Workify and pages that are for 321. And then the gambling clients can go there and the entrepreneurs or whoever needs to engage in Workify can go there. And then if there's future businesses, we'll have different pages, right? It'll just be tabs, not that complicated. Well, here's the problem. Remember I told you about that shady company, Swift, that sold me a bunch of crap that I didn't need? Well, they had, they were affiliated with this place called Rocket Builder. And Rocket Builder said, well, I could have a free domain. So I went in and I signed up for them and I ended up buying the Workify Global domain and the Bobby the Awesome domain, which are both very crucial, right? Based on what I just explained to you. Well, I had a meeting and I have my web guy and I have my social guy and we're trying to, you know, lay down the foundation and get everything right for our, our free product and the web updates and all this stuff. And we're, we're putting everything into the Bob, Bobby the Awesome formula. Well, here's the thing. We get locked out of Rocket Builder and this was a Friday morning and this was so it was like a week ago Friday and oh by the way I was trying to launch a challenge starting tomorrow I'm recording this on December 13th I wanted to have a challenge launching tomorrow that when people went to go get their free gift they would have the option to opt into the challenge which would teach people how to hire VAs so I was building kind of like my sales funnel essentially in this process well, we couldn't get in. And Rocket Builder never answered me. So they said that it would be like a password reset. They never answered me till Monday night. So in the background of this, now this is where my attitude started to rear its ugly head because I was like, what the flower? This is obnoxious. And what kind of, a, especially in the tech space, like how do you not have an automated 
password reset. Like I'm writing to their support line and um, it's now costing me time and money because when we first requested the password reset, I kept these guys on the phone for extra time thinking, oh, the email's going to come through. The email's going to come through. So I was getting impatient. I was getting frustrated. And at that point, because I was aggravated, I wasn't really clearly thinking about alternatives. So fast forward to Monday, I decide, okay, screw it. The recovery entrepreneur domain I had bought through, I think maybe GoDaddy. So I was like, all right, change all the Bobby the Awesome pages to the recovery entrepreneur. And that could still be the umbrella. And I knew that later down the road, I can fix it, right? Like the world's not going to end if you have to go to recovery entrepreneur instead of Bobby the Awesome. It was just that I don't want to confuse the audiences. And I'm, I don't know how many of you out there will have multiple brands or different things. I'm just freaking crazy. That's what I've decided is that I'm a little, I'm a little over ambitious and I think it's actually slowed me down a little. So if there's a lesson in that, don't take on too much. Focus on one thing. I think I shared with you that I had that re- revelation after about 12 different coaches told me that I should focus on one thing. So now that's what I'm doing. It's all about the VA business. It's about really solidifying our processes, getting everything documented, taking care of all the clients, getting as much automation as possible, all the things so that that becomes pretty, pretty. I don't want to say self-sufficient, but so that all the foundation stuff is is there so Anna could just run and we can scale real easy. And that's that's part of my problem is I'm always looking into the future. So I want all the stuff done that sustains 5,000 clients, not just 50 or not just 500. So I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse. And that's why I'm sharing the journey with you. If you're that kind of way or you can relate, you can make those decisions on your own based on some of the stuff I'm telling you, or maybe it'll go smoother for you if you decide to do it the way that I'm doing it. Maybe it'll go smoother for you if you don't make the mistakes I made. So that's part of why I'm here, part of why I tell you all this fun stuff. So I get the email that Bobby the Awesome will work. So then it's fast forward. Okay, change back to Bobby the Awesome. And uh, in the meanwhile, we have this other client that needs his attention as well. So it was a nail biter, I'll be honest, for the week. Um, and again, because he doesn't communicate, it was like pulling teeth to find out where the status was. I'm jumping on and again, I'm getting a little impatient, a little pissy, a little frustrated and just had a kind of recentering. So on Wednesday night, the speaking engagements on Saturday, Wednesday night, we have to go for like a dress rehearsal and I had to turn in my paperwork on the Monday and I had changed it to recovery entrepreneur on the paperwork for the link. So Wednesday night I go and I'm in, you know, all of us, it's like a tech check essentially. And there's a lady in the room that's having the same kind of problems who doesn't have VAs. So I, I reach out to my team because she's presenting Thursday morning. This is Wednesday night. And I know that my team is up and whatever. So I reach out and see if they can help her. And they were able to, which was amazing, um, to just be that um, nimble, I think is the word that I'm looking for, nimble. Because it was like, okay, focus on this. And I figured because she was presenting on Thursday, I wasn't presenting till Saturday. We had a little more time. So they helped her, which made me happy. And and this is 
you know, again, ties into my recovery. And in the 12-step program, we talk a lot about, it's about paying it forward at that point, right? Like, and sharing. And once I took that approach, it felt much better. And I had to let go. That's another, you know, program kind of mantra and things is letting go of the things we can't control. And, and just really analyzing how serious is it? What's the worst that could happen? Even if there was 10,000 people at this conference, which there wasn't, and they didn't, and they had to go to Recovery Entrepreneur instead of Bobby the Awesome, or even if the pa- Facebook page didn't look at, or the website didn't look as sexy and, and the way I want it, it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. No one would, would have even noticed. Those were my things. So this is another lesson in there. So one lesson is be careful of Swift and anything that's related. And I don't mean to harp on it, but I'm still frustrated about how they're uh, costing me money and making me jump through hoops. The second is evaluate the amount of energy into the things you think are important. Like really pay attention. What is important? Is it moving the needle? How does it impact your business before you get yourself all stressed out about things? Because the stress isn't worth it. Like it did not serve me, my team, anyone with me being all freaked out about this and frustrated. So that's the other lesson in there. So that's kind of my, some of my attitude and gratitude. So then yesterday was the conference and we all paid to participate in this uh, speaking engagement, which I thought was brilliant of the team, right? To charge us all to speak. And it wasn't a lot of money, but I'm sure it helped offset the cost of their prizes and their shirts and uh, all that. I don't know if they got paid or didn't get paid. I'm imagining not because they're just very generous, heart-given people. Well, what they had decided because they had so many speakers was they combined people. And like I found out in an email, like, hey, you're on a power panel, which I didn't even know what it was, with this person who I didn't know who it was. And this is the way it's going to be. So I never got real clear direction on how to show up. So I was preparing. I had slides prepared. I had put different things into my talk. And I put effort and energy into this. Like I had no idea at that point, you know, how many people were going to be there, whatever. So I show up at the, up till about an hour before I spoke, I was still working on it because now I had paid attention to some of the things that were happening in the summit and I wanted to make it relatable to everything that I had heard and, and tie it in and kind of help serve the audience that way. So I get in the pre-room and they're like, oh yeah, no, as you know, there's no slides for this. And I was like, mm, I didn't really know no slides. Uh, I was just taken a little aback and I could feel myself like, I I wanted to cry, full-blown wanted to cry. I was like thinking to myself, I don't have as much time as the other people do. I paid the same amount of money as them and why did I get picked this way and blah, blah, blah. Like I was like so self-centered and obnoxious. My attitude was totally showing. She picked up on my frustration and she's like, do you want to, do you want to, um, you want me to pass this feedback along? You want to see if there's anything we could do? And I said, no, it's, it's okay. You know, it is what it is. And, um, so I went off screen and I had a little time before my presentation and I literally turned on my, I hope you're happy song. It's not mine. It's Justin's, but I turned that on and I danced for a few minutes and I applied. And this is why I think bringing recovery and entrepreneur 
darkness together is so much fun because I turned on the music, used my coping mechanisms because if I don't, if I don't handle stress or frustration or the emotions that can derail me and not, you know, they can contribute to me not being productive and, and moving forward and not being clear-minded enough to think of solutions, it can also screw me up enough if I don't address it that in theory I could go back to gambling or maybe drinking, which I, I still don't know if I quit forever. I'm going to keep that out there, but um, it could derail me. So I have to be very mindful and work through those things and work through those emotions. And we talk about this a lot. Like that was a big piece of the summit I was at was people were talking about the self-care and managing the stress and taking time for ourselves and all those things. But I don't know that we talk about processing emotions or how to handle, you know, going a little deeper. So that's why I'm sharing with you kind of some of the ways that I handle stuff. So I danced it out and showed up with the best game face I could have on. And it was a very pleasant experience. I stumbled a little and you know what? That's fine. I, I, I watched throughout the summit and there was different levels of speakers. There's, there were those that just knew their stuff inside and out. I knew it was pretty much memorized because I know the process Then there was others and I could tell that they were reading. And I'm not saying this from a place of judgment, just that we were all in different places. And one of the things that I'm proud of and and that I practice and whatever, there's a couple parts. I'm happy that I can laugh at myself. Like if I screw up, it's okay. And part of how I learned that was from the podcast, from my other podcast that's now a year old and has, I think I've released 400 and the 449th episode this morning. So that's a lot of practice, right? Repeating the process, getting on air, being mindful of my ums and my likes and my so's that are still a work in progress, mixing my vocabulary up so I don't sound stale. Like all the things that are important for your audience to not have to deal with, (laughs) in my opinion. It's taking practice. And I'm just grateful that I could operate on on the fly. So that's, again, where the gratitude comes in instead of the attitude is knowing that I did okay. And knowing that even if I didn't do okay, it was okay. So those are kind of my big downloads since the last time I checked in with you. I also, I'm going to throw this out. This is random and just another... Uh, just another learning that came up. I probably could do another whole different show on this and probably should, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you here and now so I don't lose track of it. So when I had my team quarterly meeting last week, it came up the topic of Christmas bonuses came up. Now mind you, my whole team is in the Philippines. I had not given any thought to Christmas bonuses. It just it just didn't even occur in my mind. And then Anna told me about this thing called the 13th month pay. So let's go back four or five months when I'm starting a VA business and I have no idea about so many things, but I didn't know about this. And this is part of my learning. So I built, you know, the fees to my clients and all that without knowing this and and many other things, you know, how much technology we need to upgrade, you know, working through VPNs the amount of time to help the, the entrepreneurs come on. So our fee schedule wasn't right. 
And I told you I struggled with that and then we raised it and, you know, we'll see. I'll, I'll have to evaluate it for 2021 and see what other surprises come up. But what this 13th pay is, it's law in the Philippines, from my understanding, for, for corporate, like for companies and organizations based in the Philippines. And what it is, is if I think there's requirements of money, but essentially the employer has to pay. A, an extra month's salary to all the employees. And so now I get hit with Christmas bonuses and this 13th month pay. So there's a couple lessons in this. And you're going to have to decide what you want to do in your business when things like this come up. How does it align with your values? What do you want to do? And of course, my heart wants to give both the 13th month pay, even though I'm not a company in the Philippines and they're still all independent contractors and they have different benefits like working from home and uh, training and just we're just a little different model. They have other other ways that we reward them or pay them. But it still bothers me like I, I want to take care of them. Same thing with the Christmas bonus. And then it's the equality of what does a Christmas bonus look like for the people who've been with me now for six months versus those that don't even have six weeks? So it's a lot. There's surprises, guys. That's what I'm trying to tell you is there's surprises and you have to make decisions. And I was in a group coaching call and I brought this up this week and I love the advice that I got. They had said that the bonuses, you know, if I make a bonus structure, it should be around performance, you know, and, and results, which makes perfect sense. And, and like I knew that on some level, these were a little outside of that category. I mean, if we were talking about normal bonuses, I would know bonus and incentive based on performance. I've been in roles like that and that makes sense to me. So I'm not... I'm not telling you how to run your business on this stuff. I'm telling you that there's things that we just don't even know what we don't know. And this was another reminder. And the lady that coached me on this topic also said, you know, you got to run your business as a business. And it's, you know, like it's, I don't want to say it's not a charity. It's not... I can't do harm to the business, right? Like if there's new funds to do this, these extra things, then I can't do them. Like it's just not sustainable. So I have to look at that. And and that's where knowing your numbers and paying attention to the stuff that you do know about, it's really important. And I know numbers can be scary for a lot of people, but there is definitely folks that can help with that. And... um yeah, so there's there's these decisions that sometimes come our way. And I wasn't, it's really funny because I wasn't upset about an unknown expense. I was upset about maybe not being able to do right by my people. That's what was freaking me out, honestly. I And, and honestly, as I record this, I think we're 85% of the way to a solution, but I'm still not, I still can't even confirm and then I got to get together and talk about it one more time now that we've been thinking about it. And, and we're giving it mindful thought. We want to do what's right in our hearts and our brains and what's good for the business. So that is the thoughts on that. Uh, if you're doing anything international, it, it's not a bad idea to maybe look up, you know, laws regarding 
XYZ, whatever business you're in. And actually, as I say that, I should probably do that to see if there's any more surprises that come up. It's part of why I'm trying to hire the right lawyer and accounting and all that stuff so that I do the right things to be legal and helpful and uh, do right all around. But we don't know what we don't know. And I know at least in the U.S., like say I didn't know about a rule with the IRS, for example, and I did something illegal or wrong. They don't care that we don't know. (laughs) It's our responsibility to know as business owners. So as much of that kind of stuff that I can throw out there for you, I will as I as I come along it. So that's what I got for you today. I went a lot longer than I wanted to. I hope this is helpful for you. And I will continue to share as we go along. So thanks for tuning in. I am Bobby the Awesome, and I am leaving you now. Awesome.